0: All right, Corner Comedy Club, give it up for your host of the High on Trees Podcast, Mr. Natish Zakouja and Paul Thompson!
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. The Corner Comedy Club. Welcome, guys. Welcome to the High on Trees Podcast. I'm Natish. This is Paul Thompson. Make welcome. some noise, guys. Welcome
2: to our podcast.
1: Fuck yeah. So uh, I noticed a lot of you stuck around after the comedy show.
2: We had a fire comedy show. And And, uh, I
1: mentioned the word marijuana and everyone went, oh, yeah, what's happening afterwards? Uh, Well, this is the High on Trees podcast. It's sponsored by this alien right here, Astro Pink and uh, the alien himself. They help keep the lights on. You know what I mean? He sponsors uh, it. The light, the lighters for the lights. That's what I mean.
2: Um, I mean, the corner is the one that keeps the lights on. Yeah. It but makes you some know, noise for the corner. The corner. Right Fuck now. yeah. Yeah. And as a little treat, well,
1: Paul talks about Astro Pink. I'm going to walk around and give everybody a little bit so you guys can just roll it up. Just promise to share with everybody. Do you guys before? want some Astro Pink you guys before want some we Astro start Pink? This, this? Yeah. Fuck this yeah. This
2: podcast So what Astro Pink is, is um, it comes from the nether regions of real bomb weed, (laughs) real sticky, sticky, icky shit. Can I see a nug of it? This is that shit that's just, man, it's fantastic. And you know what? We're still the ones out here giving out weed and stuff like that because it got legalized and uh, I don't feel like it got legalized at all. You know what I mean? You can tell somebody smokes a lot of weed when like their reaction to legalization, you know, where people are like, oh, it got legalized today. And then people are just like, yeah, it's always been legal to me. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. And now it's like, oh, that just means now we have more ride checks and you can go to jail for 15 years. Yeah, it's it's fucked up. You know, you know, like, but all that ride
1: check shit, like it's happening so little that every time someone gets fucked on a ride check for weed, it's on the news. You know what I mean?
2: But I'm mad about the ride check because here's my thing is it's like. I understand that some people might be impaired when they smoke weed and they drive, and maybe that's not a good idea. If I was to smoke weed and drive, that would not be a good idea, the way marijuana affects me. Yeah,
1: that's because you don't have a license, all right? This guy, we, this me and this guy who've been fucked up on drugs driving through Vancouver, he's like, bro, just let me drive. <laughs> right. First of all, no. It's not uh, a good idea. The government won't let you drive. Why would I let you drive? But you know know I know mean? people who
2: have license that when they smoke weed, they just, you know, they couch lock or they always say trippy shit like me and they trip out, right? And it's like, that guy probably shouldn't be behind the wheel. But a guy like Natish, he smokes and drives, and it's like, this is my thing. There's certain people that I wouldn't be comfortable being in a car with them if they were smoking weed. There's certain people, like him, that I wouldn't be comfortable being in a car with if they weren't smoking weed. You know what I mean? Like, if I knew this guy was sober, I'm not comfortable being in that vehicle. It's true. He needs to have it's smoked at a least very aggressive car a half quarter of kush. <laughs>
1: uh, this guy called me yesterday, and he's like, buddy... It was like one o'clock in the morning. He's like, "Yo, there's a there's a ride checkin' Spanair and King," and I was like, "I just got home now, but sick. Thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just I was just in the area, you know, and uh, I could have gotten caught. I didn't just because I didn't go there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But the fact that you told me, it's a good moment one, in our friendship. You know what I mean, I was like, I sick, thought I was man.
2: being weird when I said that. I was like, <sighs> you know what I mean? I felt like I was talking to a girl I like or something like that. After I sent the message, I was like, there's a ride check at this spot. Make sure you don't hit it. And then after I sent it, I'm like, I shouldn't have sent that. That was stupid. <laughs> He's going to think that I'm dumb. And then he was just like, thanks, bro. I'm home safe. <laughs> and then you said something. I'll find it where you're just like, and never stop telling me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah he's, well, he's like, I, th- well,
1: that, I thought it was going to be weird. And I was like, bro, never, ever stop telling me where there's spot checks. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. That's some of the best thing you can ever tell a friend. I can find know?
2: it. But I don't think
1: they're like, I know marijuana is like a thing now, but I don't think they're looking for it. I got stopped at a spot check literally at Spadina and right before the gardener and my car danked. It was a Sunday night. I was smoking weed here. We smoked in my car, and then I was walking, or not walking. I was driving, driving down Spadina. The car, fucking going through this shit. I was fucking terrified. I roll all my windows down to maybe a, a good breeze will come when he sniffs. You know what I mean? And he won't catch it. You know. Uh, but this guy put his head all in my window, sniffed it. I know he smelled the weed, and he goes, "You haven't been drinking, have you?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "Have a good day." And I was like, "Sick, man. Thanks, dude." Because I remember. Like before legalization, just being high in a a spot check was no worry at all, bro. Right. Cops were like, "Yo, we smell the weed. Just do your thing, bro. Are you drinking though? Because we don't trust those guys." Right.
2: Exactly. I uh, have we ever told the story about us? What? We got pulled over on the road. We have to double check. You guys haven't heard it, but we—I always remember this is a podcast. So if every week we tell the same story, Mm. you guys are like, "Nice, good story." Mm. And then the people that are like our loyal listeners—twenty people—you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) You tell this fucking story every week, man. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't think we've ever told this story. I don't think
1: we told the story. We—this is a one night, not one night. Well, we were on tour. Me and Paul, we drove from Toronto to Vancouver, uh, and we were driving back, and uh, we smoked a lot of weed. Well, you could that my buddy Frank.
2: You want to take a seat? You can have a seat if you want, or you can stand. Okay, no worries. Fuck yeah. Yeah, we were were driving. We were about 10 hours away from being at home. Also, important to mention, because this is some crazy fucking Titan shit that this guy did. I don't drive, as we mentioned before. I don't drive. And we had to go from Vancouver to Toronto, and he drove the entire time. We took two one-hour naps. That's it.
1: On the side of the highway.
2: Do you know how big of a machine you have to be for 50 hours to drive in a car and just listen to me talk about animals for 50 fucking hours? But yo, sometimes you
1: got some facts that are like... This is actually keeping me awake. You know what I mean? I did not know that about whales. <laughs> uh, another interesting fact, please. You know, while I'm trying Wait. to keep my eyes open. Uh. Do you know how
2: much whales travel? Whales travel so much. They just decided to like check on whales, so they put like a checking device, a tracking device. Checking I guess, device. Nice. On, on on these on these whales, and they found them in Antarctica, like peak top of the globe. Like if you were. Where touching. were they before? So check this. Okay. This is where they found right. them. They're like, yo, let's trace these motherfuckers. Two weeks later, the entire family of whales, nobody got left behind. They found them in California.
1: Well, they have no roads, bro. It's water. Yeah. It's fucking...
2: Yeah, but like... You guys
1: better fucking get there faster. You know what I mean? Why is it taking so long? Like elephants
2: know? and other animals are like humans in that sense. That like, Elephants of, move slow, though, bro. They move slow, but okay, a cheetah moves fast, but the cheetah probably still lives basically where the cheetah lives. You know what I mean? But you know what? No, I know what you're saying. But listen, the thing is because, but whales of, move. But
1: because it's uh, underwater, it's like it's flying. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> they are like they're flying. Yeah.
1: Right? So, of course, like, that's like telling a bird. If, yo, if a bird takes more than fucking two weeks to go south, bro, you're a fucking stupid ass bird. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where the fuck are you going? Yeah, you know, like you just you just know. Do you think birds get left behind when they do that shit? For sure. It's wait fucking, for me.
2: Wait for me. Wait for me. <laughs> it's survival of the fittest. You know what I mean? For sure. Have you guys seen that Kodak Black meme that was out this week? This is the best meme I've seen in easily a month, where it's like, when your boys ask you, when you come home from a first date, and your boys ask you if she's the one, and then there's just a clip of Kodak Black on the Breakfast Club, and he goes, I hope so. Have you guys seen that shit? <laughs> Holy fuck, that's the best meme
1: I've seen in a while. I just have a request in the back, guys. We're, we have mics live for all the audience, too, so... We're probably picking up your chatter, so if you guys, you know, just keep it a little... Yeah, no worries. No worries. Cool.
2: We're cool. You can still keep things to a whisper. I know yeah, yeah. Just, I know it's I'm just not telling us, you. It's uns- not a comedy show, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just... It's still kind of a comedy show. Yeah, shit. it's just
1: on the, on the podcast. You're going to be um, like, who the fuck, why can I hear Sanjeev? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you look like a Sanjeev and I can hear you. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, fuck. Um... Do we want to start with a guest right away? You want to bring him up? I do, kind of. Okay, fuck Because yeah. we we had a really fucking good show at 8 o'clock. Today is a good day for High on Trees. Yeah, we had man. a really good show at 8 o'clock, and we have our best guest yet. So we're just going to start the show because this guy's going to... St- Tell us some fucking awesome stories. This guy has stories about like your favorite comics, and right it, it's now it's okay? just gonna be. This is what we started this podcast to create is to have guests like this, and this is like maybe the most people we've had at the podcast. So make some noise so for far. yourself, fuck yeah, because you all guys right? chose. Yeah, man. Listen, day one we had one person in
1: the audience. All right, he's, he's, yeah, he's here. He's right, right here. Now. He's this guy, he's my cousin. And your cousin, he, what a weird guy to come to a podcast alone. <laughs> you know, I know you're my cousin, but what the fuck, you know. Uh, by the second podcast, we had like five. You know, he was here too. You know, and then when people started coming, he's like, "Fuck this!" He stopped showing up for a bit. I don't get it. Uh, but yeah. he's back. You know, and you guys are here and uh, sick. We appreciate it. And uh, our yeah, guest,
2: we're gonna bring our guest yeah, on, and we have the, such a special guest. He's let's, the godfather let's, of uh, Canadian comedy. Yeah, let's 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 not like w- let's say some stuff first, I guess, okay. before you bring him up. Godfather of Canadian comedy is a good thing to say. Um, There's a show called The Nubian Show that happens uh, the last Sunday of every month in Toronto and it is the fucking best show you could ever see. It's an all-black comedy show. It promotes black comedians and that's a really cool thing. Like, now that's a normal thing that happens but this guy was the first guy to do that and that's history and that's important fucking history in comedy. Not in Canadian comedy. You know what? In comedy, period.
1: Here's a credit to Paul. He probably does it Probably the white guy that does it the most, and one of the best sets. Black people love this guy. You know yeah. what I mean? He gets that love. <laughs> he gets that love from black people that he can't get from white people. You know. It, it-
2: created my entire <laughs> career. That's. Fuck yeah. I was doing shows for the longest time in hopes that I could get onto that show, and True. when I finally got onto that show, it was special. We could talk about that when he's on here. And yeah, we don't need to say credits because he has all the credits in the world. You guys, we have a special guest, and we want you to make a lot of noise to welcome tonight's guest of the podcast, Mr. Kenny Robinson, everybody. Let him hear it. <laughs> Fuck yeah.
1: Also, probably one of the most well-dressed uh, comics out there. Uh,
2: the <laughs> most? Yeah, absolutely. Constantly
1: look like you just robbed Steve Harvey. You know what I mean? I
0: fucking... I, I was
2: outside. It. I was talking to people, and when you came in, they all literally stopped and went, who's that? <laughs> You dress like that, that you make people go, who's that?
0: Well, that was the ambition, always. Mm. You know, kind of growing up in Chicago. The big thing I used to love to do, well, they had State Street. And they used to have all these stores where I used to call them the Superfly stores. This is like 70s. So, you know, you had all the pimp outfits. and so They my, still
1: have those when you took me to Detroit. Yeah. That took me shopping in Detroit once. But they
0: only got one or two of them now. It's not like it used to be. So uh, my goal was always to uh, have people at bus depots uh, turn their heads. Cause, <laughs> right, because in the old days, that's what the pimps would do. They'd go out to the bus depot and they wait for the runaways from you know to get off the buses from their hometowns, so they could cop some new talent. Right? Fuck yeah. So I mean, fuck yeah. So you had, to, yeah, but you so know you had to be on your best. You had to be on your best threads when you're down at the bus depot. So uh, you know, as from like I was like 13, 12 years old, I always wanted to be the dude of the bus depot. They say, "Damn, look at that."
2: So uh, there's no bus depot here for me to do that in. But, <laughs> you know, uh, there's villages. It's like villages in Africa. Where they're like generally poor and that's their goal is to learn to just dress like pimps. Like, you, you know what I'm talking about? That's their goal. Right? To you dress know what like I'm talking pimp? about? Chris is here. Chris knows. What I'm t- Chris is the one that showed me that. Hop on the God Mike, Chris. Chris, are you around to be on the God Mike? Do you know what I'm talking about, Chris? If Chris is still here?
1: <laughs> you know, so, you now, you're telling there? me there's a village in Africa where the goal is to be pimps. I don't
2: know if it's village. There's very very poor areas, and I don't know if it's in Africa, but there's these guys that there's a village at Jane and Finch where they hope to <laughs> look like this. <pimps>. Right. <laughs> so, but they so save- you got to go all the way to Africa to find
0: that shit. You just want to look like you're doing well. They Plus, like, this whole thing about catching a woman's eye, you know.
2: Right. And they save up for years to have like alligator shoes. Well, not in like Africa. That. They can
0: get them easy enough in Africa.
2: Yeah, I guess so. But they got know- gators
0: in Africa. <laughs> yeah. Shh.
1: I don't know. I haven't been there. I thought there's lions and monkeys. You know what I mean? And zebras. Man, that's it. Well, obviously there's. Okay, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I don't know my alligator geography. <laughs> all right, uh, I missed that day. Uh.
0: Well, perfect example, it's like, okay, like everybody wears Tims, but I look for the uh, for the different color tims. Like I got, I got a pair of turquoise, pink ones. Right. I uh, got these red ones, got white ones. So, you know, like. Are you,
2: you wearing red Tims right yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Fuck, you know. Yeah, he is.
0: fresh. Well, it's Christmas, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, I, I got the matching hat and shit, you know. Wow. You know,
1: this guy, the Nubian show is such a hard show to get on. The first time I did it, Mark Trinidad, this comic vouch for me, I had a great set. I smashed. Kenny Robbins said I said I could do it again. But it was such a hard show to get on that I would message him every day. I couldn't get on it. And then one day this guy posted on Facebook that he needs help moving. And I've, I've only met this guy once. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll help you move. All right? And then I helped this guy move. And that's how I got a spot on the show again. You can you know get it I mean? anytime yeah. you want.
0: You change from wanting a spot to being a friend to somebody I could count on.
1: Yeah, fuck yeah. Thanks, man. So. But this is what I want to tell you. When I went to his house to help him move, <laughs> I went to this, his room and he had like a... A fucking curtain like this uh, that was made of purple velvet from an old comedy club. The old Yuck up wow. on Bay yeah. Street. And he's like, "I'm gonna turn that into a suit, kid." And I was like, "That, wow. that it was so it was fucking heavy, like theater, <laughs> theater curtains, bro. If you ever made that into a suit, that that would be one of the hottest things."
0: I would. Uh, I'd weigh 12 pounds.
1: Oh, extra! Yeah. I would have
0: sweated it all out of. Fuck by yeah! Now,
1: but you, know. you haven't done. that. You still have that curtain? Yeah. What do you do with it?
0: I'm gonna save it for when I open up a club.
1: Oh, I'm gonna make
0: my waitresses get little skirts made out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah, nice.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like 15 waitresses, and that's it. Uh, And you got to share your uniform. Or one real big one. Or one (laughs) big girl. So (laughs) and she gets it all
2: done. We all know who she is. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a question. (laughs) <laughs> um, when was your I've never asked this And I don't know the answer So I'm legitimately curious When was your first set ever?
0: Uh, first set that I did stand up Was uh, April 6th of 1977 Wow. Uh, shit. I went up just doing impressions and shit I had wanted to be an oh. actor I was living in Winnipeg Going to University of Winnipeg at the time But uh, I had a big afro back then And all the productions they did Some They weren't casting anybody with big afros So a friend of mine dared me Go down to a, to a place called the Royal Albert Arms Which uh, is kind of a dive but uh, they were starting comedy. They're doing it one Saturday after. They're doing it every Saturday afternoon. So I maybe had Saturday a, afternoon comedy. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, after a blues uh, band. Okay. In between blues sets. So that's how I first got started. And uh, first time I did good. If I didn't, I probably wouldn't have done it again. Then the second time I bombed. But you know, once you get started, you know, you're off.
1: Yep. Right. Yeah. Right. Seventy-seven. Holy shit, man. Wow. Yeah. What, what city was that in? It was in Winnipeg.
2: That was in Winnipeg. You this, know,
1: this guy's seen comics uh, you know Kevin Hart was called Lil Kev before he was Kevin Hart he used to come through and used to pay him 50 bucks to do a spot no
0: he drove from Philly i used to pay him 150 to headline and uh, that was when the canadian dollars were like was like worth about 60 cents so, oh, fuck. so he and he brought big he brought big j to open for him, to be his middle so i got i got big j oakerton for like 75 dollars or something like that really? canadian you know so yeah. yeah
2: and how was big jay back then uh
0: he, he must he, have been young yeah well there was, shit i was young back then compared but you know it was uh it's hard to believe
2: you were ever young kid. hey i started you know, young
0: and just grew into it <laughs> you know but uh you know jay was you know he was still trying to find his thing he didn't even ha- it, that was so long ago jay didn't even have them leather bracelets then he didn't wear the gloves you, you got- know he didn't even have those leather, leather wristbands you there, guys know, you
1: know who big jay
0: Yep, uh, PJ uh, yeah. you know who he is. He's like, uh, we don't oh, know about cool, his leather cool, cool, bracelets, <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> But yeah, no, little Kev, uh, you know, he would go, in with it. it was so funny because my son Bo, who you met, he came up to me, he said, have you ever heard of a comic named uh, Kevin Hart? I said, go in the garage, look in the boxes, say receipts, and you'll get two <laughs> autographs right next to where it says $150. Hey, so, yeah, you could
1: probably make money off that. Yeah,
0: you know, but I also put him on my TV show on After Hours. He's on, uh, he was on After Hours. That was his first time doing TV. Leslie Jones, first time she ever did Sketch. Really? Was on After
2: Hours. That was your show? Yeah. Yeah. You never seen that? I John Paul's on that. I Cardinal no the was on that. Cardinal
0: did my theme song. Yep. Good. Right. How'd it go? We had one year. I had the Fat Ass Dancers. I that had was oh, you know, that, so yes. I fat dancers the
2: Fat Ass is Dancers is a classic. But, you I know, we, that. we only
0: had the one season because I had all them writers and Fat Ass Dancers and. Uh, and uh, because we were expensive you know well it's expensive to have a group of fat ass dancers and and to feed them but uh, and (laughs) and give them costumes and uh, (laughs) you know and then on the third um, you know but then Belle had bought CTV and the comedy network so they started canceling shows when as soon as they bought it so we were lucky to get that one year out from underneath it you know but Trey Anthony was one of her first writing gigs and performing on there now Trey's working for Oprah writing some shit and she's had her on TV show Kink in My Hair, so you Kink know. know, Kink
1: of My Hair, fuck yeah, I remember that show.
2: <coughs> Damn, crazy,
1: I love it. Hmm? <sighs> you know, and <sighs> yeah,
0: hey. mm. yeah, you have some crazy road stories too.
1: You know what? Uh, before you get into that, there's one story about a comic Chris just w- used the God mic so well too. I know I came out of nowhere.
2: We're both no, we're me. both so stoned that we just like for the like I'm
0: not even high by hear Kenny, Kenny, I'm looking
2: like Yeah, we've <laughs> never yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've never we've never had a pause that long. Cause usually we just sit up here and talk about animals like we were doing before <laughs> and we interrupt each other. Yeah. We've never true. had a, ever had a pause on this show. But then you're just telling such deep stories that us as young comics we're just like yeah. Wow I started thinking about it Cool <laughs> And then I'm like Oh I forgot we're doing a podcast And then you just hear the God mic Kenny <laughs> Kenny
1: <laughs> No but uh, This is a story Before you tell us this road story There's one comic Every comic's Goal when we talk about comedy Like we don't want to end up Like this one comic I won't say his name Say it no, I won't say his name. Okay. Because, well, I'll tell the story first then I'll say his name if you want me to. But well, you guys used to make fun of this comic by keeping a picture of him and whenever you want on the road, they would stick it in the toilet so every time you pissed, you'd have to piss on his picture
0: before it hit the yeah, toilet. Yeah, I did that in my apartment. That wasn't on the road. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. No, that was... Because like we used to be able to party at the downtown Yucks till like one in the morning. They'd let us have cocktails at $2 a piece and whatever. But I lived like walking distance, like Blue and Sherburn. So my place was like the party place afterwards. So, you know, all the cats would come back and what, so I had this comics picture uh, I had it uh, taped on the rim of the toilet so whenever you peed, you got him right in his fucking eyes. <laughs>
1: and that guy's still doing comedy today. Is uh, he? Well, I think he ran a show for a bit. Did Last he, did time he, I wh-
2: saw him he was working a toilet. But <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, he risk, did, did you right? whisper his name in my right ear? <coughs> Okay, yeah. makes a lot of sense. No, he's yeah. not yeah. still doing comedy. Is he not? No, no he, he stopped. Oh, okay. Somebody
0: said he tried to hang himself, but the tree broke <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
2: Lucky tree, you know what I
1: mean? Imagine, I know, imagine I know a get, guy, I imagine know a being guy who that actually happened. To. What the tree broke? Yeah, that means the tree was like fuck that. I'm not gonna be known as the guy who hangs this guy and it was <laughs> No, <laughs> it means
0: it's a fat motherfucker trying to hang himself.
1: Oh, not, so, not enough. So, physics, so little suicide tips for you <laughs> obese <food> people <laughs>
0: Hit in front of a train because you're going to lose to a train or jump off a bridge. Hanging yourself, you're not going to score. I've never heard of a fat fucker hanging yeah, himself. It's true. <laughs> you yeah. you got to be like true. Finn. You got to be like excess <laughs> or like David Carradine. You can't be like, you know, Big Pond couldn't have hung himself. You know? Breaks the beam. Yeah, you got you know fat fuckers can't hang themselves. They got like OD yeah. or choke on a chicken leg. They'll
1: die, but it's
2: yeah, but they can't <laughs> hang themselves. It's no. just
1: they'll
0: try to hang themselves, but it's cause
1: like everything. The house will probably fall apart from the structure. Yeah, you would never die. see that. Yeah. It would
2: have to be a very strong. Structure. I mean, imagine
0: Suge Knight trying to hang himself. You know, big no of a rope way. he got to have get around his neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. No way. <laughs> Alone true. the structure, Just I've, the
1: rope. I've never thought about that. Poor fat people. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Can't even you gotta jump can't from a building or something. The motivation to kill
1: themselves. Yeah, I know, right? I want to die, but only by hanging. You know that. That's why. I want to lose
0: weight till I'm thin enough to hang. That's the <laughs> <a> hope. <laughs> Fuck yeah,
1: that's that's a pretty good. And then, hey, when you're thin, maybe you won't want to
2: die anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: It's a good motivation. Oh, you know.
2: Why you keep going to the gym? You know what I mean. Trying to get your life together. I'm See, trying to end it. I'm, tr- but I'm too just heavy. trying to get in
0: shape to die, motherfucker. Just trying to get in shape to
2: die. <laughs> That's it.
0: <laughs> get there fast. I don't want to go out with a heart attack. <laughs> I want to go out with a sunk swing, 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 swing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah <laughs> I I don't
0: know If you had to go out one way What would you take? Uh, I'd like to die With a, a big girl Right in my face Hey nice. nice That is a great let, answer let the, let the last another fat guy Hanging himself Let the last breath I take be that Of a fat girl's pussy That's oh, how I would okay. just uh, Let that be the Not to diss you thin girl <laughs> <laughs> but, but you just don't Secrete enough <laughs> That's all You gotta You gotta have that Big girl secretion uh.
1: That's funny. That's a funny way to wo- use the word secretion.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think I've ever used it before. <laughs> oh, you used it well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Did you have an answer? Is that why you asked it? Do you I have never, a way that I've you want to die? I never
1: really thought about it. I mean, like, I, I think I would like it to be quick. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't know. I'm watching like Homeland and shit, and I'm seeing all these guys get tortured. Yeah. Guys that look like me, and I'm like, oh, that sucks, bro. <coughs> you know what I mean? I want to like, be quick. Like in my sleep or like... A car really
0: fast, you know what I mean. Best uh, death I ever heard was uh, I used to have a, a, a an uncle tick, and he used to like. Uh, and it was tick. Do you well, know how much
2: life experience you have to have to have the best death you've ever heard? Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> well, he used to he was a pimp, and he also
0: used to be he was Gary Cooper's chauffeur back in L.A. for a while, right? So anyway, the um, way he died was uh, uh, my aunt got up, said, I'm making coffee and breakfast, and she had the bacon cooking and the coffee brewing, old percolator. And when she came back in the room, he was gone. Now, is there a better way? Okay, now, is there a better Okay, maybe if she like, had a smoke and a spliff to go along with it. Could you imagine just laying in bed, and you smell coffee, fresh fucking morning coffee, and you smell that fucking bacon, and then all of a sudden all you hear is harps playing? That's a fucking nice way to go, <laughs> don't bad. you think? It's not bad. Damn. Unless no, you not. don't like bacon,
1: then fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> All the Muslim guys are like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's torture.
0: Well, don't uh, want to know what a Muslim's idea of dying is. Uh, uh, abba, uh, abba! <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, then the uh, virgins. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Wouldn't that be something? You die to get them virgins, them. Bit, then you get to you get the paradise, and them virgins gone. Nah, dog. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, they turn you down. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. I like yeah. you as a
0: friend. I like you as a friend, Carter. <laughs> I, I don't.
2: You get friendzoned by your virgins. <laughs> That's He's, coming. He's coming. He's coming. He's <laughs> coming. Trust me, man. That's so, did you have an in particular road story, God, Mike, Chris?
1: That you were asking.
2: <laughs> did you have a particular road story? That you wanted to ask, or a question that you can ask?
1: You guys tell me. You guys do shit that we never did. He told me one time when you guys would do like the condos. When comics go to different cities, they get put up in condos and stuff. Mm-hmm. These guys would like piss in the pot, coffee pots for whoever was no, gonna be there next. No,
2: we didn't do. And okay. I heard about coming in the ice tray. And I don't know yeah, if that nobody was Nobody did that but shit. But we're still paranoid to this day. Whoever did it.
0: No. Okay, what happened? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Here's. We go. Okay. Right. We pissed in a few ice machines in hotels. <laughs> All right. I ain't gonna lie.
1: Never have hotel going? ice.
0: You know, okay. people here are
1: like, "Fuck." You know how many romantic one time comedy the one machine?
0: comedy club tried to have frozen daiquiris, and I got mad. I said, "Fucking Lenny Bruce would roll over in his grave." Frozen daiquiris ain't got no business in a comedy club. So, <laughs> so the thing, the the, the the thing was on the bar, so I couldn't reach to get on there to pee. Then the bartender said, because we were partying there, said, Kenny, whatever you do, don't take this bucket, this this, uh, uh, draft pitcher and pee in it and pour it in this. Whatever you do, don't do that. So I didn't do that. But... um, (laughs) The what best specific one, thing not to say to do? Well, he's giving instructions, basically. Uh. The best one was, uh, it was a house that we were staying at. Now, I always like hotels instead of houses out in the middle of nowhere. So it was one of those houses that had that old, uh, old radiator kind of heating. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I peed inside the radiator, and it's like, uh, it's like early August.
1: Oh, fuck. So, so the winter's uh, gonna suck. middle
0: of October it starts to get cold out there so they turn up the thing and so it had all this fermented Foul. urine inside this thing and then it boiled up and piss and it just made the entire house smell like piss
1: damn. It's foul. <laughs> and the
0: thing is, my friend Wayne Fleming, who's dead, he said, oh, I must have did it. He, he took the blame for it. He said, I don't remember, <laughs> but it might have been me. So I said, I believe it was. Fuck <laughs> <And laughs> <he> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of Wayne
1: Fleming. Wayne Fleming was another badass.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but at the end of his life, he was a registered sex offender and couldn't perform anymore. Well, was he? Well, yeah.
1: What did he get, <laughs> I didn't know that. What did he get accused of? He
0: wasn't accused. He was guilty. Or what did he what was he guilty of? Uh, <laughs>
1: apologize.
0: Motherfucker uh, <laughs> liked girls under the age of 19, and he was 63. Oh, that was his fucking problem. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. I take back my comment. Uh, well, no, he didn't rape them. He just, you know, but if they if they had daddy issues, he took advantage of it, you know. But was that
2: illegal though? Nineteen year olds? Yeah,
0: no, they were the girls wasn't nineteen, but they were under nineteen, so they might have been like sixteen, seventeen years old. Yes. You Jesus, you know. But I mean, uh,
2: is that what
1: happens? Daddy issues are fucked. Like, do guys have like? Mommy issues like that? You know what no. I mean? Like
2: it's not I've never seen a guy like trying to go Well what would what would that result in? What would a guy with mommy issues look Usually like?
0: Usually guys that hate their moms wind up hating other women are abusive. So Right. That's know? what
2: mommy issues is. Yeah, yeah, that's mommy issues. There's nothing fun.
0: You're like, you got mommy issues, you ain't up there trying to fuck like some
2: seventy year old woman or anything. <laughs> you never see a guy who's always out at the club and stuff, just wheeling all these different girls. I fuck four different girls this week. You're like, Why, bro? He's like, I hate my mom. That's why. <laughs> 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 fuck that bitch. Damn. I a train on Tuesday. Like,
0: <laughs> 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 Damn, ain't you got an auntie for me? <laughs> yes,
2: yeah. I fuck my I fuck my aunt too, you know what I mean? I hate my mom. I got to fuck her sister. You know what I mean? Just crazy dude. Okay, too far on the sister yeah, thing? <laughs> I, wasn't sa- I wasn't saying it like I was the one that did it. I was still in the character of the guy that I created. But it was too late after, and I forget that you guys have short-term memory loss. We were like, what? You fucked your aunt? No, I was still being the guy from before. You guys all got silent, and like, whoa, all right. I know Ken, Kenny's telling deep stories, but you, you can hold, pu- push the brakes for a second, yeah, bro. Wait,
1: wait another 20 years before you tell that story <laughs> Yeah, about your aunt. You really
2: uh, fucked your aunt? No, I didn't <laughs> fuck my aunt. That's the point I was making. I was making a joke. You know uh, what I mean? Okay. I thought I had a newfound respect yeah. for you. I mean, I have aunts that I don't know well. That you'd fuck? I'm just I have (laughs) ants that I don't know well, and things have happened on the road, so maybe I have. I don't know. That's like I I had this
0: one gal that set up a threesome with me, and the threesome was with her cousin. So afterwards, she started feeling bad. Next day, like, I can't believe I. You can't believe you ate your cousin's pussy? (laughs) Don't mention it. But. She was adopted. So I thought if oh. I reminded her she was adopted, she'd feel better about it. Right. But then she just started crying that her own parents didn't want her. I so <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yo, you can't win, bro. Uh, I think that's creepier. I think it's, it's <laughs> creepier with to, to guys that shit's creepier. Like When you hear about a guy and he's like, oh, I had a threesome with two sisters or a sister and a cousin that's like to us we're like whoa there's something weird about that but i've also i know some girls who you know they're bad they get down and they've been like yo two of these brothers fucked me last night and everyone's like could you imagine you
0: had a twin Right? Yeah. I well, know yeah, twins probably s- fucked
2: together. That's twins different are though. Out there they're, not like, they're
0: not like Remember that sure. time I grew my beard and we tried to pass off as twins? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> it would Tapped
0: work. them blind girls we met, <laughs> <laughs> remember? <laughs>
3: this
1: Feel the guy, beard. This guy tried to take me to uh, well he didn't try to. We got we went we were in Windsor doing a gig and we're like he's like let's go to Detroit uh, across the border. But then he gave me a whole bunch of instructions of trying not to get him fucked at the border, you know what I mean? Cuz of the way I looked and cuz I smoke a lot of weed. But uh nothing happened. We got through fine. And uh this guy took me to literally, I swear to god, the only store in where Steve Harvey shops in 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 Detroit. I've never seen a store like you've never seen a store like this in Canada. Oh yeah, with the autographed right? pictures of Bernie yeah, Mac on they, the wall. They don't and exist. Shit. Like exactly what he's wearing, but 500 different styles on the wall. Like and you're like this is the only store open, you know what I mean? Everything else is boarded up, and this place is booming, you know what I mean? It's just a bunch of guys dressed like Kenny Robinson walking around Detroit.
0: Well, no, sharper than that, I mean, you know.
1: No, but not not like that, you
0: know what I mean? Yeah, you know, Like if you're like a crocodile jacket matching crocodile shoes, but, you know, who knows who they shot the night before. Right. You know, it's strictly a place for, you know, show people, athletes, and, uh, and hustlers. Nice. You know?
2: How many suits do you think that you own?
0: I don't know, after my last marriage broke up, I gave away about 15 because I thought I was going to have to live in an ex-girlfriend's basement. So I said, well, if you live in an ex-girlfriend's basement, you don't need all these suits. That's right, true. So. It's a
1: solid grown man decision. You know I mean, <laughs> That is. Yeah, that's but then I,
0: as it turned out, I wound up getting my own place, and I said, fuck, you could have kept them suits. You know. So right. I, it was like throwing out a box of crayons. Here's a red one. Here's a white one. I don't wear this yellow one anymore. It was just... <laughs> You know, but the thing is, though, I you know, I I don't go anywhere but shows, so they're all tax write-offs. They're all business expenses for the stage, so Canadian government kind of let me have them suits. Okay, how many times have you been married? You fucking
1: just twice. Twice.
0: Just twice.
2: Just twice.
0: Both times, the woman's name was Kelly.
2: Really? Think Very Kelly. popular name for women born though uh, in those years, after Grace Kelly. Did the first Kelly know? or did the second kelly know about the first kelly yeah 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 Yeah. well sure because when i said what's your name she goes kelly ah fuck that was my last (laughs) wife's name
0: (laughs) you know so then she wound up being the next kelly so it was like kelly one kelly two then back in winnipeg before i moved here i used to live with a native girl but we called her indian kelly so it's (laughs) indian kelly uh kelly one and kelly two i don't know why that's so funny so how do you Uh, feel when you meet a kelly now (laughs) I meet a Kelly now, uh, my dick just goes soft and uh, my my wallet starts to go. Don't do it, you know. <laughs> so you know that you know. It's uh, I don't want to meet any more Kellys. i don't give a fuck.
1: You had kids with both Kellys? Yeah. I thought they were all from the one Kelly.
0: No, no. I, I got them from two Kellys. So if I I guess if I do meet another Kelly, I'll make her pregnant too and then leave. <laughs>
2: We had Dred Lee on two weeks ago, mm. and uh, Dred Lee told us years ago, and we still always talk about this. That if you want to get horny, there's a drink that nobody buys oh, in the alcove. Called,
1: called Kelly's. It's like a wine. He said it makes women. His
2: exact words: uh,
1: <laughs> "It makes the panties drop." <laughs> right. Mm.
2: That was a real bad Jamaican yeah. accent. No, was it, <laughs> that was it wasn't. That was real weird. It was. It was. That like, was like fucking the purple guy from McDonald's, Grover, or whatever you call it. <laughs> the panties to, drop. Yeah, what I,
1: the fuck? I tried to be less Jamaican. Because he doesn't. He
2: tries to be. You know what I mean.
1: I it know. makes it the
0: panties just,
2: drop. So, bad <laughs> anyway, so, so baby, it's, it it's Pingu. So it's so a baby is cold <laughs> outside. What's in my drink, Kelly's? Kelly's. But, <laughs> but no, then we got Kelly's, and it was like it's like ten. You if you could still if you go to the LCBO and see bottles of Kelly's, and it's it looks like they. Ended I just started updated. drinking it because
0: it was
1: like it
2: wasn't bad. Cheap. Yeah, yeah I had it. It was cheap. It was so
0: basically for like junior high school girls.
2: Well, yeah. Do a got you horny then you. You and the just drank it together? Yeah, that's all we do. We were drinking we it together. We would drink it together and record podcasts. Sometimes it was around. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was the only thing to drink. But, but it's originally... like drinking
0: baby duck or some shit like that, right? Baby, baby duck? What the fuck? Oh, that was a shit back in the day. It made the panties go down. Really? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> Actual baby duck?
1: Oh, okay. Now, I was like, oh, you guys well, <coughs> grinding up some baby Lemon. G-
0: well, lemon gin was always the, the, the killer back in the 70s. Really? Lemon gin. You know, or as my friend would call it, uh, woman-beaten juice. Okay. Because um, <laughs> gin will turn the average woman into a fucking uh, werewolf. Okay. <laughs> you know, so it's... Uh, but it,
1: anything with lemon makes it easy to drink. Like Bacardi Yeah, but Limon. you're still
0: supposed to mix it, though, because otherwise you wind up blind in the morning and yeah, shit. True. But yeah, right. no, gin was a treacherous drink back in the day for, you know,
2: making stuff go down. Gin's still a pretty treacherous drink, for well, sure. They're well, we got somebody in the back
0: laughing about gin being <laughs> treacherous. <laughs> yeah, I just drank something. Yeah, but no, it's, I never heard of this Kelly shit, though.
2: That must be something within the last 30 years. He said Kelly's, and then another suggestion that he had. Kelly's, I don't believe. We were drinking Kelly's, it just tasted like garbage, and we're like, I don't think this is working. Tastes pretty good. But it tastes, I mean, I thought it tasted bad. But the one that pretty I good. do believe in, that I do think gives you an extra little bit of moxie, is Dragon Stout. Have you ever heard of Dragon Not Stout? Not familiar with that, No? No. Dragon Stout is Jamaican beer. And when you drink it, don't have your girl around me. True player for real. <laughs> well, they say that about
0: Guinness and all that shit, too. So it don't really matter. They Add, say, uh, what's the fucking the juice from
1: the pomegranate juice? Palm juice.
2: Well, palm juice. That is just a fact. These other ones. Those are all folklore. Palm juice. <laughs> palm juice. I can I can scientifically I'm Shug telling because it's got seed in it. Well, there's seed, and yeah. something about pomegranate juice is scientifically proven to Very be, like, expensive. 33 Not that expensive. Five ninety-nine <laughs> for a bottle. I bought one the other day. What up? Don't ask about it. Who else but pays $6 uh, for a bottle of juice?
0: <laughs> for that's for a bottle of juice. For a six bottle, bottle of juice, six but $6 it gives
2: you the juice. I'm, I'm say- there's people out there on the streets paying $50 for the juice. You know what I mean? I this can, is.
0: I can confirm this pomegranate... Uh, <laughs> Uh, statement that Paul is making. I am a, a proud believer of pomegranate <laughs> juice. Uh, I, I, you guys, you I guys, okay. I've been uh, the pomegranate I
1: know. juice for like you guys six okay. years. Paul's a guy that would loves to find things that help him uh, do the deed. You know what I'm saying? Why like, not? Like juice. I know. No, I'm not saying anything wrong with it. I'm saying, have you ever tried that shit across the counter from a convenience store like that? goat weed absolutely, absolutely goat not because i know what's in it what is that horny goatweed? yeah horny goat weed that's I've the one we've all seen it you have it
0: what happened Do you get horny no you don't get horny it just like makes you more relaxed so it's easier what the fuck done. is wrong with all you young dudes trying to find shit to make you horny and
2: help you fuck you young we've <laughs> had porn <laughs> we had porn it's a different era than you we, lived in bro in with a <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: You know, I mean, you're in the prime of your life. My age, high blood pressure, diabetes, depression, medicine, everything chemical will make my dick soft. You guys ain't even hit 40 yet. They got to come up with artificial dick enhancers. What the fuck you is you sometimes with just though?
2: looking for the extra push. You know what the I mean? The extra
0: push is having her underwear over your face while you fuck her. That's the extra push. Teddy, <laughs> 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 I got a question. What was it like watching porn in a the theater?
1: And oh yeah, you went through. Oh, bad. it
0: was rough, cause motherfucker, especially if you brought a date. Every brought motherfucker a- want to come and sit next to her and jack off. Whoa. It was terrible. <laughs> back in the, d- <laughs> motherfucker sitting in front of you, That's you got so a woman sketchy. with you. They turn around. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, "I want to go now." Well, you the, shut up. You're the one wanting to come here. <laughs> Maybe spend my eleven dollars on this shit, you know? <laughs> so you got everybody trying to jack off around you, and the floors are sticky and everything. Aww. So,
1: and that was like, if you paid for the movie, guys would like watch. All of the porn from beginning to end. I went uh, or there were theaters that
0: had like nonstop four porno movies. Like in Chicago, cost like two bucks to go there for the whole. Three bucks was a dollar extra, so you could just sit there and just like you know, like women sticking whip handles up guys' assholes and shit. You know. Damn.
2: I went. I went. I I didn't
0: order it. I watched four movies. It was one of them.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I uh,
0: the ass movie. I don't even know the name of it. I just went. Okay, I'm gonna go. But you don't buy popcorn. Why? Because you don't know if it's real butter.
2: Oh shit! <laughs> I uh I went on a you date. shouldn't eat. I at went a on a porn theater last night ever, and uh, this is like a weird one. Like when you're saying with like weird shit with a girl. This is the weirdest thing probably ever happened to me with a girl at a movie, and I've smashed girls in the movie theater. But okay, I shouldn't have said that. That wasn't weird. It was just sick. <laughs> just bragging. But I went on a date with a girl last night. He went night. on Discount Tuesdays. Yeah, that's what it's. Cheap, well, last but. night I actually went to the TIFF Lightbox. Whatever. Oh shit! No big deal. Seeing an independent film. It was uh, Swedish. Had to read subtitles. You know what I mean? You got Flex out there. Very good film. Ninety-seven percent of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> really good. But I went, and on our way in, we were like standing outside the theater for a second. We were talking, and a guy saw me. And he was like, hey, funny guy. And I was like, yeah. He's like, what are the chances that I see the funny guy here? And I'm like, yeah, hey, man, what's up? He was like, funny, funny guy. And then he just started walking past me and the girl that I was on a date with. But he wouldn't stop talking. We saw him just walk all the way into the theater. And he was like, funny guy here. Funny guy there. Funny guy's everywhere. And he was just talking to himself. And she was like, that's weird. Does that happen a lot? What'd you obviously, do to him? Obviously, obviously, I'm on a date. So I'm just like. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah,
0: see, good thing that was Tiff. You wouldn't have liked that response if it was back in the old porn theaters. In (laughs) the old porn theaters, right? Where they recognize you on the way in. You got like, no, I don't know this motherfucker. (laughs) I'm not a regular. So we
2: went, and then we're we're talking like that was a bit weird. It was just weird, right? And then we walk, and we're walking into the theater. The theater's empty, and it's just the guy sitting in the fucking middle of the theater. And we're like, really? We're going to do this right now? Was it an aggressive, funny guy? Like, if it isn't the funny guy. No, he was, like, funny guy, but he was just saying it in a weird way. And then we just went, and we sat, and she was like, should we sit next to him? And I was like, are you fucking crazy? Sorry, so kidding. we went to the back of the theater. So this entire Swedish movie we were watching, it's just me and this girl in the back of the theater, and then this guy in the middle who knows me, and throughout the movie, he just kept looking back to see my reaction. <laughs> and then guy. when the movie finished, <laughs> yeah. he just clapped really weirdly and looked back. He's like, what did you guys think? And we're like, good. Huh? Like, Kate Sear. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Very strange. Like De Niro Very, and he knew you were a comedian. Fear. He knew I was a comedian. Oh, and then when and then he said something he said something kinda of funny, but like I guess I just laughed because I was terrified. And he said something and I laughed and then he was like, Nice. Give me more stage time. And then he walked out. So it was a comedian. So I guess it was a comedian, but I didn't know who it was. But then this girl went, you did know him. And I was like, no, I don't know him. And she's like, he's a comedian that you just didn't help. I was like, I swear to God, I don't know who he is. She's like, you're lying to me. So now it looked like I didn't know who it was. It was just a comedian. You ever figure fuck a
0: woman in a movie theater, and then when you leave, that people are sitting behind you or at the door waiting to see what you and her look like? <laughs> 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 Cause all they seen was the back the whole time. I've been the guy that's been waiting to see who it was. <laughs> you know. But, uh, hey, I saw you at Yak Yuck. No, you didn't. You didn't see. It. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's when you don't want to get recognized. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never. I've got recognized for
1: the worst thing I ever got recognized for. Like I got. Uh, I went to Seneca for uh, television broadcasting. Thought I was gonna like you know while I was doing comedy, I learned how to make movies. And uh, that, was, had,
0: that was a smart move. Yeah, but yeah. it was
1: it didn't, nothing came out of it.
0: Yeah. You
2: made funny movies. Well, and you still of, do use that knowledge. You, you still got are, the knowledge.
1: You yeah. guys are so nice. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we both just start yelling knowledge <laughs> uh, at either side of his ears, you making him knowledge. feel
1: bad about getting educated. Uh, but okay, so School I, boy. We, <laughs> we had this project where they were like, okay, you got to shoot uh, a 30 second video, but you have to use six different angles. All right? And I was like, okay, soft. So. We didn't do the project until the last day, all right? And my boy's like, sup, let's we'll go get a hot dog. You eat the hot dog. We'll film you eating the hot dog at six angles, all right? And uh, yeah, n- a lot harder than I thought it would be, all right? It wasn't that easy, and it was really shitty. And then-
2: What part? It was hard to eat the hot dog? No, that was the easy part. You know, okay, know what I mean? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's everything I mean.
1: else. <laughs> you got to make a movie is like fucking Fucking! I don't want to do this shit.
2: Anyways, I love uh, you said making a movie, not making a video. Whatever, that's just a video of you eating a hot dog. It was a movie, bro. Making a movie, uh, (laughs) making it all artistic. I got, I got. Anyways, he gave me. And we were. He's telling us the behind the scenes (laughs) of the film that he created. Yeah, his first film. (laughs) We were
0: gonna put ketchup on it, but we could not get the rights from (laughs) Heinz to use their label (laughs) for our motion picture. (laughs) We tried to get product sponsorship, but nobody was willing to (laughs) supply the hot dogs. My film got a C. Okay, Uh, it wasn't bad. Okay, filming a hot dog. What the fuck (laughs) do you think that's worth?
1: But okay, so I thought it was done and over with. I did the
0: live production.
1: (laughs) 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 The next year, okay, I'm just chilling in the courtyard of Seneca, having a cigarette by myself. Well, I was with one of my boys. I'm just chilling. Two kids run up to me, okay? No kids, they're just one year younger than me. Oh, fucking kids, you know what I mean? Uh, they run up to me, a guy points at me, he goes, hey, are you the hot dog guy? And I was like, excuse me? You know what I mean? And he goes, yeah, our teacher is showing everyone this year of what not to do, you know what I mean? <laughs> And he's just, there's 600 kids who watching a video of me eating a hot dog, uh, <laughs> fucked up six different angles, you know what I mean? And just all, all semester, people come up to me, you're the hot dog guy? Are you, the hot, you know how. I, I felt fat. You know what I mean? <laughs> I've never felt more fat in my life, all right? Where guys are just coming up to you and you're like, you know, you're, you're talking to this girl, kind of holding your. You know, thinking you're, you're doing your thing, and you're the hot dog guy? Oh, yeah. So you, you know what's yeah, even yeah, better than away.
0: that? You know when you got your face on that big billboard for the radio station? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Motherfuckers driving. There's the hot dog <laughs> guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. There yeah. is.
2: There's motherfuckers <laughs> out there thinking, hot dog guy made it. He that? made it big. Hot Dog (laughs) Guy did all right. That was one of... He must have won the Oscar (laughs) Mayer Award. (laughs) I had a billboard up for
1: nine months uh, for Indy 88 uh, all around Ontario, and it was... It was one of the most... 88.8 uh, eight hot dogs. Yeah, <laughs> It was one of the most popular uh, eight months of my life. All right? Uh, every single damn day. And my
2: life too. I hated that uh, shit. <laughs> I hate... Just because people know that we're friends, I got messages every day. And that's cool for two weeks. People are like, isn't this your boy? You're like, damn right. That's I saw the hot dog boy. guy on the <laughs> sign. <laughs> yeah. You know? You're pumped. But then after three months, people are like, isn't this your boy? Every single day. And you're like, yeah, but I didn't get a fucking billboard. Yeah. It's my friend, man. Stop fucking texting me this yeah. shit. Now Ernie Vincent's got that rap. I got it, after got it, too. I got it after yeah.
1: him, right after him. Uh, this guy got He showed me a text one day where he got uh, a text from somebody with a with a picture of my billboard, a Snapchat, and the, the text. Yours was first, wasn't it? Yeah. No, but Ernie got his first. Ernie's got oh, okay. Yeah. So. Ernie got like six after that, though. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But he got a text from someone with my billboard, and the line said, hey, bro, this is your boy. I want to see you up there next. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. But it's like people thought my comedy career was kicking off because I got a billboard. It's literally literally (laughs) someone was like, I want a face that can make uh, people that look like this face listen to this station. You know what I mean? They never saw me. They just picked me out of a book, and they're like that. You know what I mean? The station
0: for brown guys, 88.8. Last on your dial.
1: But people were coming up to me like, yo, comedy's popping, bro. You're killing it. People thought that. Sure. I I got paid a thousand dollars to do that. Okay. And my agent took like 20 percent of that okay they were these were up for eight months all over the city like beside will and grace and shit like this was everywhere you know what i mean and i got paid well, i don't I know why that's good.
2: the one you went for well it was like Will and grace it was
1: coming back you know what i mean and it was like it was a big ad <laughs> you guys are all like, will, like, oh. will and grace anyways continue <laughs> <laughs> the fuck it had everything it, everything was there all right Didn't And then, it was like that and then one day it, it was just gone bro shit and, uh now people think comedy's not going well. But it wasn't going well to begin with. I <laughs> have a I have a
2: question speaking of that. So comedy doesn't go well I mean, it's rough sometimes. It's, you know, it's it's a, t- it's a tough road. It's hand to mouth. And when you do comedy, like, you'll get these gigs and it's like they're too cool of a gig and it pays too much and then you don't really ask where you're staying. And sometimes you get told where you're staying and they're like, yeah, it's going to be like this and there's going to be chickens walking everywhere and you're technically sleeping in a uh, barn. Oh, you're talking about like, like Thunder Big. <laughs> right. And you're like, I tried not to say cats. <laughs> <Yeah>. I tried <laughs> okay, not to had say had, cats. I switched it to chickens to be A barn of a hundred cats. Just, just yeah, that's the, the that. gig that's
0: booked by the Scarecrow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so That's like, what I named him The Scarecrow That's what he looks like He does look like a Scarecrow He, he,
2: he does Motherfucker should buy some conditioner or <laughs> something <laughs> So my question is other than that place. We where, do have six listeners in Thunder State? Bay. I was
1: looking at the stats yesterday. So. Oh, That's yeah. The cool. dude yeah.
0: had all these fucking... had, had all those uh, cats
2: that just... lit. Uh, over what 100 cats. Over. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Over 100 cats.
0: Yeah, Every, You leave your bag on the floor, wake up, got a bag full of cat piss Oh, and big time.
2: <laughs> I stayed there with Chris Bonaparte, of all people. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so you
0: got to go with a smelly dude that don't give a fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's
2: what I did. Chris Damn. Bonaparte is so funny, too. I remember we, like, going did to sleep. Did he hate it? For sure. He Chris Bonaparte it. is eyes closed walking towards the finish line. He's so like immune to this shit now. As far as I know. I've done a lot of strange Well he's strange been doing gigs. it for like eighteen years too. Right? I've done a lot of strange yeah. gigs with him. I remember we're going to bed, there's two kids mattresses on the floor. We're in his like I slept niece's on one of those room. Yeah, that's there's I slept just too. the rooms full of bunny stepped animals and we're in like a little like there's a Cinderella one and there's a little mermaid one and there are these little mattresses and me and Chris Bonaparte are I shouldn't. I don't know how to explain this better. When you I go to sleep, you low. go into your boxers. But I was just about to say, me and Chris Bonaparte are both getting into our boxers. But <laughs> pause. <laughs> We're getting ready for bed. I guess is the best way to say it. But Chris Bonaparte's in his boxers. I'm in my boxers. We get in these weird Disney beds. For some reason, guys
1: can't say shit like that when there's nothing gay happening. You know right. what I mean? There's. Ab- you could have just continued with that, but then you're like, also no homo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always got to <laughs> clarify. I don't know why, but
2: you know. Anyways, go on. So we're getting into bed and we're both like in bed and I forget what I said to him. There was like cats everywhere, and I look at him and I'm like uh, feral cats. Yeah. And I thought yeah. we were gonna have a laugh. I thought we were gonna have a conversation about it, and I was just like, as two cats are calling on us, I was like, Weird place to sleep, eh? And he goes, Sometimes comedy's hard, champ. <laughs> and he just went to sleep. <laughs> he was snoring in the one within one minute. He was snoring. And I, like, literally was staying awake for two hours. (laughs) This guy snoring, like, I can't sleep right away. I got a lot to think about right now. Sometimes comedy's hard, champ. (laughs) Instantly, he's that easy to the pillow. Comedy
1: is very hard,
0: See, now, Wayne Fleming and I had to share a hotel room for three months together. We were making this really shitty non-union movie in Montreal. So we were given $30 a day per diem. They gave us that to pay for our food. So uh, we'd get, like, soup and then buy blow. And uh, this is like eighties. Oh, so that's a solid so, amount. But you know, so plus we were getting paid to do the film and everything. But we, you know, we so we had to share a hotel room, and we sit there and we called it dick checking because he'd be on his bed and he's like peeling off all this fucking dick cheese off his foreskin, and then me I had some kind of discharge problem, so I'm squeezing mine to make mine. <laughs> he's look at us two sitting here just dick checking. I said, that's what we is, man. We are movie making, coke snorting, dick checking motherfuckers. So, <laughs> And then every night we just added something different to it. So then it just became anytime we were dressed oh then we wouldn't go buy you know buy some new clothes. Hey, look at that man, we dick checking. So it went from checking our dicks literally
2: to just looking sharp being a dick checker.
1: Right. I like that term. Fuck yeah, dick checking.
2: So what would you say then, If is there anything that comes to your mind as like the weirdest places you've had to stay when you're doing gigs? Is there any really, really weird place you've had to stay during
0: comedy? Uh, let's see, we stay... Uh, let's see, uh, North Bay stayed in a room that used to be a beer cooler in the bar, and they converted that into a fucking bedroom for the bands. <laughs> so, uh, also, Fuck we, yeah. we were given free food, so I had a clubhouse sandwich. Only time I ever had a clubhouse sandwich made of Spam, but... Uh, <laughs> But it was free, so who could I complain to? You know? I was like, Comics you will the- take free food anytime. Well, I didn't eat the spam part. I was vegetarian that day. But, uh, <laughs> probably the worst, though, one was uh, in Fairview, Alberta. Uh, the club, it was a terrible old hotel, and the rooms they gave us uh, were above the fucking uh, the club. So even if you want to go to bed at midnight, you still are right over the DJ booth. So you still had to hear fucking, uh, uh, you know. You Everybody still, having a better time than they did when No, you, were you still had to listen to Achy Breaky Heart and all that Alberta shit playing underneath oh, you, you know. fuck. Right. And <laughs> the thing is, and, and like <laughs> nobody, you know, p- comics would cry. They had to stay there. I'd, never, I, I'd always sleep on top of the covers cuz you didn't know what the fuck was underneath the covers and like you could it, it was just a terrible place and and uh it was you know it was, it was and then when you didn't have phones in your room there's like one pay phone in the hallway so you go to use the pay phone and you'd see everybody else that lived there regularly like with their doors open and shit and uh, there was a comic named Mickey Rush he stayed there when he came back from doing a show someone had broken into his room and stole his subway sandwich
2: <laughs> <laughs> what a thing to st- that's all you they know, stole that,
0: that's all the motherfucker had, but you know times are rough when you're doing a B and E to get a sandwich.
1: <laughs> that's pr-
0: I would be pretty. It was pretty cheese, plain. not even a meat. The motherfucker had a cheese subway, and whoever broke in said, "I'm taking it." That is cold blooded to steal a cheese fucking subway. In Alberta? In Alberta. I I've been in some sketchy places. I, I was in like uh, Lanigan,
1: Saskatchewan. You know what I mean? This is a town with like 300 people. All right, that's it. And uh, the hotel we stayed in. Wasn't even a hotel. It was a motel with only two rooms, and because if you if you ever been to Saskatchewan, it's flat. You could see everything completely, like across the field. Five hundred meters away was the bar we were performing at, and there was no houses anywhere. But better the hope show, they like your show, or you got yeah, a long exactly. run home. But the show packed everyone, filled the fuck up, and after the show, they
0: came from miles around.
1: Yeah, and they got so sketchy, getting fucked up, started doing all these drugs and shit. We had to walk back. To the hotel room which was like 500 meters away flat but they're all watching you leave you know what i mean and then you're just chilling in your hotel room it's like five o'clock in the morning and people are still getting fucked up and then they'll start chanting taunting the comics and shit you know what i mean they like, know that's where yeah, you sleep. Exactly. yeah <laughs> like, this is what? the fucking worst you know what i mean I fort st john's kind of weird like that too
0: fort st john canada's weird bro outside yeah. of ontario fort st john's kind of like sketchy. god doesn't even exist there, you know. It's uh, I was drinking with these people after a show, and this is after like in the bat in the bar. When you break glass, they don't even bother to sweep it up to the end of the night because there's no point. And uh, all the fucking uh, uh, hand dryers been torn off the walls, and they don't replace shit because there's no because people just gonna fuck it up, right? They deserve the fires they got a couple of years ago. But anyway, so <laughs> so I'm, uh-huh. so we're drinking with these people, and at five in the morning, we're told we gotta leave. So I don't know when the fuck I am. They say, well, call me a cab so I can go home. They say, a cab's uh, a hotel's across the street. I go, ah. So as I'm leaving at five in the morning, sun's up and shit, the people leaving with me trying to figure out whose house to go to next so I'm saying it's five in the morning. You gonna knock on somebody's house to start drinking again? So they were gonna go to this one girl's house. Then everybody said, "Don't." Her dad's a biker. So they said, "Oh no, we better not go there." So I, I you know, that's why that, they, it, 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 we done everything we was gonna do by that time. So like, you know, it's five and suns up. Just go home instead of thinking, "Who else can you go?" I got three beers, seven people. Let us in. Right. So they were just ignorant there. And that's the that's the fucked
1: up part about comedy. People want you to party. They want comics to party with them so hard. Oh, what for was the, sure. The best advice you
2: ever got was, uh, well, Brian O'Gorman, the King of the Castle thing. The King of the Castle. Oh, man. I've story. had some bad situations with this. Brian O'Gorman gave me the advice, and I didn't follow his advice, and I got fucked over on this. Where he said, we are on the road, sometimes you'll meet a girl, and everything's going good, and maybe things are going good at the show, but you think you got a chance to smash, right? And sometimes the girls say, come back to my house. And sometimes her house is 30 minutes away. Sometimes her house is... Ah. But he said, never go to their fucking house. You aren't, you're on your own. Yep. You're fucking in a fucking city where you don't know anybody. She knows don't people. Don't even know where in the fuck you are. Don't fucking do that. Because he said that happened to him one time in Saskatchewan. And like, yeah, he got stranded. And it happened to me too. Where fuck. Or a $42 cab ride home the next morning. But I've been in places where the cabs don't exist. so. Or you ever go to fuck. somebody's
0: house and the woman got five children. And she's got to start looking in her house because they all hide when they start sleep
1: <laughs> <laughs> his story was he got chased by what I went a to bat. a girl
2: I went to a girl's house and I'm yeah fuck it I'll tell it I went to a girl's house and all night I knew whatever we're gonna go back to her house and we're in the middle of fucking nowhere there's no cabs there there's no nothing and I'm like not thinking and I didn't follow the advice I went back to her house and on the way to the house I was like so do you live on your own or do you have roommates she goes I have a roommate and I was like oh okay cool 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 she's cool she's cool and she's like it'll be fine that's what she said <laughs> And I went back to her house. And when I walked in the house, I realized her roommate was her brother. (laughs) And I met her at a Christmas party. So we'd been making out all night. And her brother also works for the company. So he was sitting there for two hours like, I'll just wait till he gets back to my house. And I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And I'm in the middle of nowhere. And yeah, golf clubs got swung and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it got real bad. And I was on drugs. So I was like kind of being... You know, I should have just stayed. I stayed in her room and then she went out and then I heard a conversation. She's like, this guy's not out of the fucking house soon. I'm gonna fucking kill him. If he's not gone by 7 a.m., blah, 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 I'm gonna (laughs) fucking kill him and all this shit. What time is breakfast? And I was sitting in bed and I was just on too much drugs where, like, I usually should have just sat there and been like, this is a terrifying situation. But because I was on drugs, I was like, I'll fix this. And I, like, got out of bed and I was like, you know what I mean? And the guy was like, you're fucking Paul. You're fucking dead. Are you crazy? And he was was swinging a golf club at me. And I was like, I got sisters too. I understand how it is. I'm a respectful guy. I'm not like that. I was trying to fucking, you know, say all this shit. And then it calmed down at one point. She told me she made biscuits. That's all I I wanted. biscuits. (laughs) She asked me what I wanted to eat when we got there. Are you crazy? She was like, what do you want? Grilled cheese? Or you want this? I was like, grilled cheese sounds good. You know what I mean? We were planning out what our midnight (laughs) snack was going to be. When we got there, so you... Thought you were just gonna be able to cook grilled cheese in front of your brother like that and like well we're off, see you in the morning. Terrifying time. So
0: You don't know how many dudes that brought back, brought back home and made her brother listen to her fuck.
2: Because he snapped, probably.
0: Whole bunch. They've been living together. Oh no, not another fucking one. When I actually the weirdest place I wound up after a show was in uh, was in uh, a place in Saskatchewan. It was uh, Prince Albert. And uh, so I met this guy, and he liked the show and what have you. He says, come back, uh, come back to my pawn shop. I go, what? He goes, I own the pawn shop. And he said, Come on back to the pawn shop. So then he invites these other women, to come back to so here I am in the middle of fucking nowhere drinking with these people in the it pawn will shop.
1: Only be sketchy at a pawn shop.
0: Oh man. You have, so, and one guy, his, like his brother's like a little guy, sounds like uh, the little half-animal thing with the flute on Hercules. Hey! So he goes, uh <laughs> he goes, You want to go in the basement and fire off some guns? So I'm going, I ain't going nowhere, these redneck motherfuckers firing off guns. In the basement, right? Hey, hey, you wanna go fire a gun in the basement? So anyway, this guy comes down from upstairs and his name is Mongo. And he sees me he starts talking this racist shit. And meanwhile, none of these guys who invited me are telling him, hey, we have company. That's not how you speak to company. So he's going on and on and on about Aryan nation and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going, "Well, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Let me take a cab back home. So they had all these dollar bills and, and money from all over the world on the wall, and you're supposed to sign your name and autograph it, right? So there is one thing on there said, uh, in German, it said, next time victory is ours. And then they signed the name of the guy who was a German SS officer who executed a bunch of Canadian uh, soldiers on D Day or some shit, right? So I wrote on the dollar, uh, Jesse Owens fucked Ava Brahm in the ass. So I put that up on the wall. So then this this fucking neo-Nazi Aryan guy goes, who fucking wrote this? Who wrote this? And I said, I wrote it. Oh, you're going to be so... Uh, Aryan, don't be surprised if there's a burning cross in front of your house. So I'm going, well, I live in Toronto, man. I live in a high-rise on the 14th floor, so I look down, see a burning cross. It looks like someone's car battery's on fire, I'm not really worried about it, you know? So, so he went on and on. So to make a long story short, uh, Mongol fell off a roof and died years later. And... <laughs> That's good That's oh, a good, a good oh, that's, He came to a party of mine in Saskatoon. I had in a hotel room and everybody's having a great time. This kind of fucking idiot he was. Everybody's having a good time. <laughs> and all of a sudden he goes, uh, "White guys fuck better than niggers do." And the, the, the boombox just went, you know, it just stopped everybody. And I had all, all these Saskatchewan judo boys that were bouncers at all the bars wanting to kill them. So I just looked at him. I said, well, at least that's what your sister told you so you wouldn't feel bad. And <laughs> Solid. Yeah. So, uh, but, but yeah. But anyway, so the guy that wrote the SS next time we were here, he wound up shooting a native for entering his business. So yeah, so Damn. I was really right in the belly of some real hate fucking people there. Yeah. Let us fucking. But, for but you go part, there eh? because they say, You wanna drink and smoke some dope back at my pawn shop? And you, Jeffrey Dahmer could have fucked me in the ass anywhere in B C you get out on the road, want to come back to our house and smoke something? You go, yeah, I haven't had any weed in a day Buddy, and a half. You know what I've and done the next our... thing you know, you're watching them feed the previous week's comics to pigs. You know, it's not good. I was some I think some... we're freaking everybody out. They're all stoned. I was in some random spot in BC. Like when I go on tour on the
1: road, I always, before it was like what I would do, I couldn't take it on a plane. I would ship my weed to wherever I was going to go. So when I first get there, I'd go to a pure later, pick up my weed, and then I would have it on tour. And by the end of the tour, I'd run out of weed. Right, And I remember I was in some, we were in some fucking weird place in, a, in B.C. I don't know if it was okay. when we were on tour or so if I you was need on. To
0: get your, you, need to, you need to get out of the sweatpants and meet a girl everywhere you go. So when you get that town, she's got weed waiting for you. Well, that's
1: what Puri later. That's my girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> I call her Puri. Uh, she's, in her, she's always in her period. Yeah. And then uh, one time uh, I ran out of weed and it was like three days left on the tour. And we were in some fucked up little town in B.C., and uh, I, I asked at the show I would ask at every show When I needed weed Like hey I need weed If anybody oh, Always ask the doorman Yeah and then someone Will come after And this right. guy's like I can hook you up with weed But you gotta come with me And <sighs> I wanted weed so bad I was and like And sure. that was his I hopped, first Gay experience <laughs> I, hopped in the, I hopped in the truck He took me to some weird spot looked like a meth lab but I, t- they, he told there's some a bunch of white guys. They told him I was a comedian. They all like tell me a joke, and I was like, huh, no, <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, we talked for a bit, but they gave me weed and they dropped me back. And it was just, they were just really nice guys. But I was like, you look like meth dealers, you know what I mean. But you can't judge a book by its cover. But also, all right, there's a lot of fucking. And books.
2: those guys were known I mean. as Hell's Angels. So one last thing I want to ask, because we're mm-hmm. gonna have to wrap it up, and this is important. I realize that I want to ask you there's something I, important. I think tonight. about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Comedy right now, it's people are getting more and more offended. We're really realizing it. And, you know, we're in a very safe area where people are getting offended easier. And I You're, think... Well, do
0: you mean this neighborhood? Yeah,
2: so well, I have It's the belly well, of I mean, the beast. I mean, all over. And you see it on... You, you know, you see it. It's happening in L.A. It's happening in New York. So I have a question but for you, But this me, neighborhood right? been offended and, and <laughs> for 40 fucking years. Downtown Toronto?
0: Queen Street. This whole fucking strip is evil. Right. <laughs> no, right. Back, you know, I remember when I first came here, I told a joke about uh, uh I like going out with ugly women. That way they break up with you. You don't feel so bad. So everywhere, you know, and then I had like six women. That's a very sexist, misogynist joke. So right. I thought misogynist meant well-written. I didn't know what the fuck misogynist <laughs> meant, you know. And I said, well, thank you, you know, and then they yeah, 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 So then you find out. So, I mean, that was like 30, 40 years ago. This, th- right. th- this area here is the belly of the fucking beast.
2: So that kind of answers my question because what I was going to say the- is like I have this theory, and a lot of people have talked about this, where it's like, Comedy. You gonna say this shit out in Scarborough or in Oshawa? Ain't nobody offended in Oshawa. Totally. But there's still people getting more more offended. And maybe it's an internet thing, but what I'm saying is that I've heard that, you know, the pendulum swings, right? Where it's like things were really clean and then we needed Lenny Bruce. Things were really clean and then they needed Dice Clay. And that the pendulum's swinging. Right now, people are getting offended. So what I want to know is in your whole comedy career, have you seen any truth to that? Have you seen that the pendulum swings or have people always just equally been getting offended? Are they getting people more offended? I've always now?
0: been offended, but I mean
2: Do you but, see a difference ever? Have you well, seen a I've, going seen, up and down. I've seen
0: shit maybe start to get better for uh, for a second. Like Jason Rouse, uh, I presented him as a, at the award. He won a Gemini for his uh, for his comics.
2: Right. Okay. He's a dirty motherfucker. Jason
0: Rouse doing his filthy fucking animal sex act. Not only got on TV, got nominated, and won. Right. Okay. So I said, well, shit, y'all changed the rules since I came to town. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. I woke up. Well, you can say this shit now. But now it's like if you say, I mean, they're banning Christmas songs now. What the fuck? That's what I'm saying, right? You you know, so so when you think about it, everything you say is going to come against you right you know like if you like say you just say tranny because it's shorter than saying transgender person we said a lot (laughs) of fucked up shit on this then then you're considered a bad person so (laughs) i mean it doesn't take much to offend somebody now right and have you seen that getting worse i don't know i mean i was banned from a lot of colleges in the 80s so i don't know what the fuck is worse i mean you know it's freedom of speech well freedom of speech is you just don't get booked Right. Okay, so you guys are here tonight, so you don't have to worry about freedom of speech because you're not getting booked in those fucking rooms. You guys aren't complaining about your corporate Christmas gigs. No. Oh, I, I did my last Christmas gig of the year, my last twelve hundred dollar gig. I fucking hate them. You mm. know, shut up. You know how long you guys can smoke dope with fucking seven weeks of Christmas gigs, right? Yeah. So True. you know, so they're waiting to get back in the clubs and talk shit. You know, but I right. mean, I mean, just perfect example. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Not edgy. Not dangerous. Not a badass. He said shit about if his son was gay, he'd hit him in the head with a dollhouse. All that shit. Said it ten years ago. They they waiting now to bring it back. And so he said, "Well, fuck it, because you know there's no, there's you don't gain anything for you know for hosting the Oscars." Right. So yeah, I can't see it getting any better anytime soon. Right. Well. You know, more shit is damn. getting
2: worse. That's not what I was hoping to hear. <laughs> That's not what I was hoping. <laughs> <to> <laughs> well, hear, sorry,
0: but, but I've seen it come and go, and I've seen them die a bunch of times. That's the way it is. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's it's tough times for cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know. You have any sorry. I, I could.
2: <laughs> so do we. So do we. That's why we need you here. <laughs> hey, do you have any
0: advice to uh, for like comics of like? every we. Co- we're already in it like ten years, and uh, like why? Like why should we? Like why? Why should we do this? <laughs> well, okay. If you don't love it, then you shouldn't be doing it anyway. Okay. So if you gave yourself, I'm gonna make it ten years, or else I'm done. Well, you know, it, it don't count the times. Don't, you know, a prostitute don't count how many tricks she turns. Don't count how many years you've been in the game. You know, and if you still love it, keep doing it. When you don't love it anymore, then you say, well, what are my other skills? How else can I make a living? Uh, did my, are my parents going to die soon and leave me enough so I can reeducate myself? You know, so, you know, it's so the fun. issue So the issue is if you don't love it, it doesn't matter if it's, te- I mean, I, I'm 40 years in. I still love it. I hate the cunts that are the gatekeepers. I hate them, but I love the game. Mm -hmm. you know
2: what do you love most what do you think riffing getting on eh? stage
0: kicking the fuck out of it getting dressed up looking in the mirror before I leave the leave the fucking crib to go do the gig knowing I'm the motherfucking man walk in there drop this shit especially dropping new stuff I'm dropping stuff about Louis C.K. like I I admire Louis C.K. Not I don't I don't agree with them, but I can't jack. You know to jack. You know strong in shape you got to be in order to jack off standing up and <laughs> lean against the door and stop people from leaving. I'm out of shape. I'm gonna know I gotta lay down. He's in Hollywood. He I gotta, he has bed. I gotta stretch out. I I gotta I gotta play with my nipple, slap my dick to get it halfway awake. She's gotta put her foot in my face, make me sniff it and lick it. <laughs> you know, I couldn't imagine standing up in front of a door. <laughs> You know, so I'm dropping that shit now. I love it. I'm talking, you know, people saying Cosby's going to get raped. I'm talking about Cosby's telling all the, hood, all the people in jail. He's telling them bedtime rape stories. <laughs> you know?
1: Fuck. So,
0: I mean, yeah. So, to me, the whole riff's always the thing about it, man. Keep writing. Keep yes, cranking. Keep doing it. the best part of comedy.
1: It. Fuck yeah. Beautiful.
0: That's what I love, you I know, love and it. will I be able to do the, will I be able to do the, I'm going to do the Louis C. Louis C.K. New Year's Eve, I don't know if I can get away with Cosby, but, uh, you know, I'm going to go, f- I, I did both of them at a hockey fundraiser in Thunder Bay, did them both in front of a bunch of NHL. Yeah, uh, nobody
1: gets offended in Thunder Bay though, right? Yeah, fuck m- uh, yeah.
0: Montreal Canadian alumni, it was a cancer fundraiser. Fuck yeah.
2: I don't know if I'll be back, but I fucking did it. <laughs> you, you know? I love it. Okay. Wow, well, thank you so much well, we for gotta, coming in, yeah. Kenny. You're the Kenny? fucking man. You've helped both of our careers and so many fucking comedians' careers, and we can't thank you enough. You guys make some noise for our fucking guests man. tonight.
0: And give up for Natish. Help me move
2: <laughs>
0: on a real cold, blizzardy day. Fuck yeah. And then I had to go work for Hawk. That was like eight years ago, man. I had to go work out there in Brampton, <laughs>
1: <laughs> for, <laughs> Brampton. for Neil.
0: And like, his, I promise you 500 but here's $60 and $20 worth of candy bars we thought we could sell. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds like one of his games. Like a hot for <laughs> sure. See, Definitely. I'm a, I'm a legend. I'm supposed to get my money. I don't need yeah. these candy. I'm a diabetic. I don't need candy bars, bitch. <laughs> you
1: know? shout, out, uh, shout out to Astro Pink, guys. Thank you for coming out. Hope you enjoyed the smoke. Um, yeah. Fucking every Tuesday. You know what it is? You know what it Check is. out the Nubian Show. Check out Kenny Robinson. Chucky e. Church. I'm Natish. Have a good night.
2: Thank you guys so much. Peace out. Thank you.